In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, amen. So week two of Lent is completed. So how are you doing? <laughs> I'm sure you are, Elias. So today's gospel and epistle text, St. Paul's uh, letter to the Hebrews, how can we neglect so great a salvation? What is, our, what is the salvation? What is that? You know, we see the Lord in the account uh, forgiving sins and healing a paralytic. We see this compassionate God who comes and gives us life, forgiveness. What a beautiful salvation we have. But today we celebrate St. Gregory Palamas, who argued that um, in our baptism, and in our chrismation, that union with Christ, we participate in the uncreated energies of God. Inside of you are the uncreated energies of God. You're not excited. How can you not be excited? The energies that you see the Lord manifesting in his humanity on this earth are in you. How can you neglect so great a salvation? We can be Christ's because in us are the uncreated energies of God. Oh. So how you doing? <laughs> so, you're a little disappointed? I am. Why is this? Why do we know we have this great salvation? We have this opportunity to manifest the energies of God, to manifest His love, His faith, His wisdom, His peace, His joy to the world, and we somehow neglect it. How is this? I want to encourage you. There's a, there's a line, but when we venerate the gifts, the priests venerate the gifts, uh, before we do the exchange of peace. There's, there's a psalm, Psalm 18. Uh, I will love you, Lord, my strength. You're my firm foundation. You're my refuge, and you're my deliverer. I think one of the issues here is that we don't live that way. I will, I will love you, Lord, my strength. You are my firm foundation. You are my refuge. You are my deliverer. The trouble is we become those things unto ourselves. I am my strength. I am my refuge. I am my deliverer. I am my firm foundation. We normally live there until things go wrong, right? Until we feel weak. Then we turn to God. Oh, we need a refuge. Then we turn to God. Oh, we need a firm foundation. Then we turn to God. 
We need to be delivered. Then we turn to God. This has to be for us all the time. All the time. I remember Father Hopko. This was really, we had so many beautiful moments with Father Thomas, a blessed memory. I say that more and more about the people I quote, a blessed memory. <laughs> uh, he said he came out here and he was going to, he, he had a really wonderful uh, lady friend. He said she was a little bit off. <laughs> but she was powerfully spiritual. And she was visiting her before he left to come out to be with us. And she said, what are you going to speak on? She said, I'm going to speak on the Lord being our strength. And she said, you mean all the time? He said, well, yeah. Our, no, no, no. You mean all the time. He says, no, 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 Father. All the time. You can't live without God being your strength. As soon as we step away from that, we, we find ourselves in weakness. We find ourselves stumbling. God is my strength in everything, in every thought, in every word, in every deed, in every moment of the day. He's my strength. You know, there's a wonderful little practice that if we kind of get into it, and, and you hear it in your prayers, your prayers aren't de designed to just leave God there and you leave it. And it's like, okay, I'm done with my prayers, now I go live my life. I go out to the world. The prayers are actually designed to take God with you. To take God with you. We can live a life that says, where we say, Lord, help me. In our task, just in our heart, we don't need to say it out loud, but in our heart we say these things. Lord, help me. Lord, thank you for helping me. Thank you for a good day. Thank you for a good moment. And when I mess up, Lord, forgive me. This should be our conversation. Then God can be our strength, can be our comforter all the time. We need to try to move ourselves into this place. You know, where, um, you know, this situation with Kevin's illness for those many, many months, you know, when your heart is humbled, it attracts the grace of God. God just comes to that heart. Father Zacharias, a, a proponent, a, a child of Father Sophoni, St. Silouan, that line, he says that grace is attracted by a humble heart because God can't resist a humble heart. So when we humble ourselves and understand that God is our strength, I can't do this. I can't make the, I can't fulfill my promises or my efforts in Lent. I can't do these things. I can't love like I'm supposed to love. I can't forgive like I'm supposed to forgive. I can't make my spiritual efforts like I'm supposed to. God, be my strength. Help me. Humble yourself before him. Let him, let him become your strength. Let him become your strength. Surrender. I can't do this. Help me. Please be with me. And then we go on to, you're my firm foundation. 
What's your foundation? What's our foundation? You know, is it my job? Is it my family? Is it my uh, expectations in my life? Where's my foundation? What is it? You know, it's, it shifts a little bit. We want it to be Christ. We know it should be God, but it shifts a bit. I want to encourage you in three areas in this God being your firm foundation. Prayer, fasting, and almsgiving, which are very apparent to us now in the Lenten season. And I want you to look at this in a different way. If we understand our foundation is God, and we pray, and we're praying, it should create in our mind that the foundation in our mind of God being present. The words of prayer, memorized especially, become, um, they, they just start happening, right? They just happen to us. And the more that we memorize them, the better, the more solid they are in our minds, so our minds are more centered foundationally centered in Christ. So let prayer establish your mind in God. Prayer establishes our mind in Christ, mindful of God. So when you're praying, let those words establish your foundation in your mind of Christ. That's very beautiful. Almsgiving is establishing your heart, the com heart of compassion, Acts of mercy. They're just not acts of mercy. They establish your heart in God, a compassionate heart that responds to all things compassionately. And fasting is strengthening your will. You know, you've made commitments in the Lenten season to eat these things and not eat these things. You have yeses and you have noes. The Lord says, make your yes, yes, and your no, no. Be firm in that. What's that doing? It's strengthening your will. So when it comes to the bigger things, you can say no firmly, or you can say yes firmly. So let your foundation in prayer, fasting, and almsgiving seen as strengthening your mind, your heart, and your will. What an opportunity we have during Lent. Stronger minds. Stronger hearts, stronger wills, stronger foundation in Christ. And then says, the Lord is my refuge. My refuge. In times of trouble, we turn to him, right? But he should be that all the time to us, that place we go. I want to share with you, read this beautiful commentary from uh, St. John Chrysostom on the church itself. And I want to encourage you, this is what I would desire, that we see the church and we long to be here. We long to come here. I know that's not always the case. The homilies are long. He's always telling us to come to church. Why? This is why. Just as a calm and sheltered harbor provides great security to ships moored there, so does the temple of God 
when people enter it, it snatches them away from worldly affairs as from a storm and gives them the capacity to stand and listen to God's words in calm and security. This place is the bedrock of virtue, of the school of spirit, the spiritual life. You need only to set foot on the threshold of a church, and once you're liberated from the cares of daily life. Go into the church, and a spiritual dew will envelop your soul this stillness there moves you to awe and teaches you how to live spiritually. It elevates your thoughts and prevents you from remembering things or matters belonging to this present life. It transports you from earth to heaven. And it's such a great gain from simply being in the church when no service is going on that how much benefit will people derive from being present when the holy apostles proclaim the gospel, and Christ stands in our midst, and God the Father receives the mystery that performs, and the Holy Spirit gives his own joy. That's why we come. That's why we come. Because God is here. And it changes our life when we show up here. It changes our life when we that manifested of the kingdom of God, that place of refuge, is such an important thing not to neglect and to really fight to find a way to, to, to be present in this place where the, the mist, the dewy mist of God comes over us and changes us. I just want to encourage you to fight for that. I know that's difficult sometimes and, it, and it's hard, but this is the place where we can find that refuge. But that refuge is also in each other. Not just in the building, but in each other. You know, I, I, I have found that so dramatically present in our life in this situation with Kevin. You know, I feel our family and Angel and the children were lifted up by your prayers constantly. I don't think we could have survived and moved ahead um, with much success at all unless you were lifting us up. But together we do this. Together we live this life. Together we lift each other up. Together we come together as a community. We pray together and we lift each other up as a community. And then the saints. Father John mentioned that yesterday at Great Vespers about how we're surrounded by great, the great assembly of saints that go before us in their prayers. I have felt like among all the things, the prayers of the saints through the situation with Kevin have been magnificent, powerful. I feel like I was on an ocean, like there was a huge storm on the ocean, obviously, but I was in a boat that just kept everything calm. Through your prayers, through the life of the church, through the prayers of the saints, what a beautiful thing that is. So let us fight that God be our strength. Let us continue to work that God be our refuge, that he be our deliverer, and that he be our foundation. And, and understand that, that this is the life we're called to live. This is the salvation that God has given to us. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen.